the Cultural Podcast, episode 119. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in. This week, we start off by issuing some congratulations. Of course, congratulations are in order to Inter. Uh, we're calling it now. Uh, champions of Italy, champions to be this season. Uh, I'm calling it anyway. Nick's not quite sure, but we have a little back and forth about that and discuss whether or not the title race is done. I'm calling it now. I'm calling the title for Inter and declaring this season officially over. Uh, but we will still have a little bit of a deep dive on Juve and how exactly they got to this point. We'll look at the culture of hiring a manager that used to play for your club and how Milan did it for years. We'll kind of contrast it with what Milan has been doing of late. We'll also discuss a little bit about Gennaro Gattuso and his Napoli side. Plus, Simi uh, scores again at the weekend. Crotone have had a very unfortunate run of luck of late. We're going to discuss uh, what's been going on under their new gaffer, Mr. Cosmi, who has a very sus uh, first name, to say the least. We will also discuss... Graziano Pelle being back on the score sheet at Parma. What's going on at Fiorentina and how Amazon Prime needs to get on an all or nothing in Firenze. Plus, so much more. Listeners, we've got a great episode for you guys lined up. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this 119th episode. Pino, take it away. Dai. Let's go. Però, catenazzo che donna sei. Le donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce che una donna ti tradisce e non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore io da bambino, veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gore quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambina, se sono qui per te stasera è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, Nick. Genaletti, what's up, bro? Sam, I'm uh, I'm tired today. I am, uh, but I'm gonna push myself through this. I just had to I had to get it off right off the top. I apologize for anyone that uh, thinks I'm uh, half asleep right now. Maybe maybe I sound like it, but uh, we're pushing through for episode one. What is it? Nineteen now. 119 yeah you're gonna be all right bud yeah yeah i'll be all right that, that's that's just cool. how anyone wants to hear a podcast start off and just it's a disclaimer i've never had to make that disclaimer before i really feel like today i need i think people are actually gonna appreciate that disclaimer they're actually gonna be excited to hear that you're half asleep uh from the onset they're, they're gonna it's a, go. they're gonna love it it's exactly what people want to hear when they tune into a podcast I, I, agree. I I've been talking to you off pod for a while. I I don't know that I don't know that anyone would have noticed you. You're you're no less monotonous than you usually are. Yeah, I don't I don't talk with much uh, inflection. Is that what they would call it? I, I think so. But you know you know what I've noticed. Um, what have you noticed? I, I and I've been saying I've been saying this since we were kids. I was very insecure about the fact that when you would sneeze, sometimes I'd feel very I'd feel very emasculated because when we were like. 12 nick was 12 going on 14 when we entered um when we entered grade seven together and uh nick sat behind me for five years in school and every time he would sneeze from like grade seven he sounded like a bear and i uh i told him that once and he was a gave me a fucking asshole response that teenagers are that i guess would be typical of a teenager because teenagers are fucking dicks he says it's better than sounding like a fucking mouse because i <laughs> I was prepub. I was pretty prepubescent throughout most of high school. Yeah, I feel but, like yeah. I, you've told I'm, me this story like th- two, three times, and I honestly don't remember. Like, how the hell? Why the hell would you? It was like a one-off incident. It's like, <laughs> but it's like the type of thing that stays with a guy. That that, that just. That, it's the type of thing that makes a cycle. It's the type of thing that cr- that, that that leads a guy down a down a path. Did I loosen a screw up there? By did I loosen a screw up there by saying that? Yeah, yeah, you might that have. That explain who, it who all. Knows? Who knows? Yeah, maybe that's maybe it's it, there's a maybe there's there's a lot of issues going on on my end. Maybe that maybe that's <laughs> I deal with a lot of issues. Maybe maybe that's one of the one of the many root causes. You know, like pe- people that grew people that grew up with adversity, I think that tend to want to just come back and you know um, prove everyone wrong. I think kind of just come back come back from come back from a point where where they weren't really respected. I think people kind of wanted to to spite people. Is, is a very powerful force. I think it drives most people to succeed, most successful people anyway. And it, I don't know how healthy it is, but it's something I've certainly noticed. Anyway, um, all this to say, 
you may not have a lot of inflection in your voice, but when I edit the pods, it doesn't matter how loud I speak into the mic, how closely I speak into the mic. I think we have the same mic. Um, we order them. Separately. We have the exact same mic. Yeah. Well, you, you create more decibels than I do. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but it's a gift. I'm sorry. So I can't do anything about it. Um, well, anyway, listeners, welcome to episode number 119 of the Calcio Podcast. Sam Adamo coming at you. Um, and uh, auguri, auguri ai campioni d'Italia, uh, Internazionale Milano Football Club, and arrivederci. Okay, ciao. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. I'm still, I'm still, That's I'm still waiting. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm still waiting. And I said it last week. I just have a nonsensical gut, absolute no rationale. Uh, thought in my mind that Bologna is going to beat Inter at home like 2-1 and it's going to be like Mattia Destro scoring like a scraps goal in the 88th minute or something like that. Well, that should do it. That'll do it. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll lose the one game and it'll derail everything, right? I don't know. We'll it, see. It and won't. I'm, gonna it wait. Won't. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait for that game and then I'll, I'll, I'll plant that flag in the soil with you. Um, can you do math? I think so. Can you do math? Well, it's over. It's basically over, man. There's no, there's no, no way. On, I, I don't think, I don't think that on current form, Inter are choking. They're not going to, they so, have to lose so, Wait, wait, wait. Can I just point out that, can I just point out that you asked me, can you do math? And then incorrectly said mathematically that it's over. I didn't say mathematically it was over. You said it's over. Do you know, do you know math? It's over. But I'm saying if you look at the table and you understand that the fact that, Things being as they are right now. So you're factoring is, is, things outside is of what math. it is. You're that you're factoring uh, like opinion and, and forecasting how the rest of the season will go. Yeah, it's a blend. It's it's a bl- it's a blend. Yes, it's a bl- it's a blend of how of how I think things will go, coupled with the fact that I think the math is such that the lead is currently too insurmountable. At least for Juve. At least for Juve. So. Oh, it's over. It's over. Juve can't come back. It's over. I mean, look, after the one no loss to Benevento, I would think even morally, like the it's over. Like that's the that's the game in the coffin. That's the nail in the coffin. Here's the thing, it's been it's been over. It's been over, but there was false hope. Um it's been but it's been over for a while. It's It's really never been on for Juve. It's never really been on. They've of course they've not. not they've not gotten a string of wins together ever against not true. Not true. Against teams that they should have been been winning. Okay. Not long. Not long enough. It's it, it was never longer than a month. Inter have gone, I think, eight games in a row, having won in Serie A. Now, that's the type of shit that wins you titles. Juve haven't done that in a very no. Juventus Juve went through a spell. Was it in November? Was it was it like mid November or end of November where you guys were winning games like 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 sequentially? I think I feel like I remember that off the top of my head a little bit. It was only but, it, was, it wasn't eight games. It wasn't eight games, and then, and it was derailed when we lost to Fiorentina before Christmas. That was that was big right there. Um, it's over. It's over. It's over for Juve. Um, Juventini can 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 take solace in the fact that it's been a great nine years. If you've become a Juventino uh, in the past two, three, four, five years, I'm sorry. This is it. This is shit. Um, Deal with it, you know. Stick with the fucking team, and that's it. I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of young kids, a lot of young kids have been supporting Juve through good times only, um, including myself, uh, my, myself, uh, myself. A lot including, of people. I was going to say, including myself, you, myself included. Uh, effectively, <laughs> calling yourself a. Well, the majority of the time I've been supporting them closely has been has been when we've been winning titles. Of course, I, I remember. I remember a couple of years of shit. And a decade of glory. There's some people who have never seen anything other than them win a title. Um, you know, it's it, and it's normal. It's normal when you're a kid. When you're a kid, you pull for the team that does best. And you know, football, sports, life is is secular, uh, cyclical. Excuse me, circular, cyclical. Secular. Yeah. Making up words though. Yeah, maybe I should have given a disclaimer at the start of this pod. But no, look, life is cyclical. Teams will win. And eventually they'll get the throne because over time everyone else is trying to find ways of fucking usurping them. Sorry, <clears throat> usurp usurping them. And the team atop, you know, the champion, the lion, will make a mistake. You know, he'll get slow, he'll get old. And that's what's happened here. Um, and it all goes back to when we lost Allegri because we shouldn't really have won the title last year. 
let's start off by talking about you a bit before we kind of segue into everything else, I guess. Um, we'll start with some title talk. We have a lot to discuss, but I think it's a good point to, to, to kind of just start off from. It started with Allegri leaving. A lot of people were disenfranchised with him when he was still here. Still here. When he was still with us, when he was still at the club. And I understand that. We had lost to Ajax in the Champions League, and people... People tend to forget that now. People are kind of looking back on his on his time with us with rose tinted lenses. But I think it's because, I mean, it's it's relatively way better. It was relatively way better than the way that things are right now. It's not even close. The team was coherent, and he saw he foresaw the problems that were to come. He made demands which management wasn't prepared to meet, and they were happy to see him go as a result. I believe Nedved had the biggest the biggest hand in that. And now, I mean, two years on, yeah, we won in our first year removed from Sar- uh, removed from Allegri under Sarri, but again, it wasn't necessarily deserved. I mean, I guess it was. Everyone else didn't have a fantastic season. Um, worthy, worthy of a title, I suppose, but it wasn't, it wasn't a convincing run. And there's a reason why the guy got fired after winning a title. Um, so I understand, okay, you know, we had established a dynasty. We had a manager who was very successful. He leaves. It's normal that maybe there's a little bit of a hiccup in the first year. Fine. Bring in a new coach. Fine. Benefit of the doubt. Andrea Pirlo. A little bit weird. Inexperienced. Yeah, I would say obviously. very. I would say very. I think a little is understating the situation. Well, or the, at that time, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Very weird. I, what other options existed, right? I don't know. It was it was a, it was high risk, high reward. Um, but with any high risk, there's a chance that you go bust, right? Well, I like it worked out. It would have been back beautiful. Then? <laughs> back how many months ago? I don't think they were pre- <laughs> right, but I don't think they were. Pre- but that was my, that's my point. But why are they? Prepared they were prepared now? to go. Well, because I don't think they were prepared to go back yet because it had only been a year. It's understandable that a hiccup may have occurred. I think you so get let's, too, so, so let's so pick so like a completely inexperienced coach to leave. Well, the here's the well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not ideal. It could have worked. It didn't. Now's the time to rectify it. You don't get three strikes. Two strikes and that's it. The third strike Well, is, Sam, I hate is, to burst your bubble, you don't, you but don't even, Pavel Nedved confirmed that Pirlo will be back next season. I, I don't well, know. We don't I know saw, for how I know, long. I saw, I saw that. I saw that. I, I want to get to that. I, I do want to speak about this. And and I understand that maybe you don't follow this as closely as I do, as you're not a Juventino like I am. But um, I do have something I want to say on this. Feel free to interject. So, so Pavel Nedved did come out today and say, after a week of speculation that Pirlo was to be, um, you know, relieved of his duties, I suppose, if not entirely at the club, then certainly as manager, I think it would be ideal if he actually were kind of demoted to the U23 coach or to an assistant position like Zidane had under, under Ancelotti before he took over and was able to absorb, uh, was able to absorb, you know, a lot, a lot of information that he wouldn't have absorbed as a player from a great coach who incidentally was also a great player. So, you know, Zidane had a great level of respect for Ancelotti. That was great. I think a situation at Juve where Pirlo is an assistant under Allegri would be great. I think Pirlo's not a lost cause, but he's certainly not the guy right now. Having said all that, after a week of speculation that Pirlo was on the way out in favor of um, some... I guess, Italian flavor in Inzaghi. I believe it was Simone Inzaghi, Giampiero Gasparini, even Luciano Spalletti, which is a weird one, which I don't think would happen. Um, there were also rumors that Zidane or Allegri might come back, which make a little bit more sense. And the, the Allegri one is the most obvious one. Um, well, yeah. Again, Nedved comes out today after a week of speculation in the media that Pirlo would be um, would be cast aside. And he basically backs him and says, he's our guy. Here's what I suspect is going to happen. I think Nedved is going to be on the chopping block here. I think he's going to be the sacrificial lamb. I think he's got, he's actually going to be relieved of his duties. I think a lot of the um, poor, poor performances of the team on account of the fact that there's not enough personnel. There's not enough technical personnel. There's not, there's not enough, there's not enough. There isn't enough, there isn't enough firepower in the midfield. Um, of midfielders who can who can play a killer ball and who um, are confident on the ball. Uh, 
I, I think that's going to come back to bite Ned that in the ass. I think he's going to be the sacrificial lamb. I think he's going to be the one who is made to be uh, cast aside because I think he obviously doesn't want Allegri back. He's he's willing to die on that hill, and I think it's a hill he will die on, and I think it's a it's a hill that Paratici will be forced to kill him on. Uh, again, he's going to offer him to the fucking gods. He's going to offer him to Agnelli, and he's going to offer him to Allegri and say, listen, we're going to turn over the reins to you, and that's it. These here the here the keys go nuts. You think that would you think that would just completely wound the relationship between th- uh, Nedved and Juve? That'd be that'd be yeah, that'd be one that, that, that would that be would be one bad, that burns but, the fans' hearts. But but sure. a lot of the fans have turned on Nedved, unfortunately, and that and, and you know it's it's a paradox. It's a risky run. It's a risky run when you're a legend and you come back to a club. It's a risk that Maldini ran. If he you know if se Maldini avrebbe fatto cazzate like everyone before him. The Milan fans would have been pained to have to turn on him. They would have they would have been saying the same things that Juve fans are saying now, which is, I like Pirlo the man, but unfortunately his body of work isn't good enough right now. They would be saying the same thing. There's no bullshit. I mean, it'll it'll take you to a certain point, but eventually, there will be a rupture in the relationship if the performance isn't good enough because fans love their teams and fans are, have high expectations. It's an emotional relationship that that the public has with sports, and that's why. Unfortunately, people who had a great impact on the club and who were beloved cruelly often have to be cast aside and put to death when they don't do the job that they're supposed to. It's unfortunate. I don't want to see Nedved have his reputation tarnished, but I think I think he needs to take a step back. I think he's going to be I think he's going to be made to. I think he'll still get applause in the stadium when he comes back. Uh, you know, if he's ever assisting a game, I don't think they're going to hurl tomatoes at him, but. I, I also th- I also think that it's super necessary if we do want to mend the relationship with Allegri. So I don't think that Nedved coming out and saying Ronaldo and Pirlo are staying uh, def- necessarily definitely cements that it's going to happen. I think it just means that that's his stance and I think he may have to die on that hill. And I think we're going to have to go back hat in hand to Allegri, grant him every one of his demands, say we're sorry, and um, do you want sparkling or still? And uh, do you want to do you want a rim job with your with your uh, with your BJ? I, I think we, we have no choice but to give him everything he wants right now. We we have to fuck we have to fucking gag on it and just let him know that it's that we're happy to do it. So you're proud to just be a cuck. You're yep. just proud to yep. be. Juve has well, he, been well, he degraded has to us. the fact that they did need us. to be proud to be cucks. I, I shamelessly shame. I, we should, we have to shamelessly do it, and it's and and you got and you got mad and you got mad at me last week when I said, "Isn't it funny how the, we both share complete opposite sentiments for the teams we support right now?" And you got you got mad at me for saying that last week. You got triggered. Wishful thinking. I do maintain there's a lot of wishful thinking, but I I, I I'm gonna you hold out triggered. hope that we're. I'm not gonna hold out hope that we can. Uh, that we can come back in this title race because we can't on balance. It's not going to happen. We don't. We 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 cannot. We cannot play well enough against against teams to put them away. It's very clear. Um, it's part part of it is the way we play, but another part of it is personnel. And there has to be a large amount of turnover. Um, that's clear. But I do think that having a more experienced manager would be helpful um, in general. It inspires confidence. I think that does permeate players' psyches. But more more critically, I think that. Uh, Kind of lost my train of thought. More, more critically, I believe that um, it's super necessary to interject right now, stop the bleeding, and I, I still have faith that we will do that. I'm going to give them one summer to rectify it. If they don't, I'm in crisis mode. I'm in fucking crisis mode. I think it could be a couple of banter years relative to where we might have been. I'm not saying it's Kevin Constant. Uh, and and at Milan and um, fucking Kuzmanovic at Inter level banter era. I mean that remains to be seen. Uh, hopefully, as Juventini, we don't get to you know we, we we are not made to experience that. But I think that if it's not rectified this summer, we could really fall down a dangerous path. And that's where I think if management is watching the same football that the rest of the world is. They can't be so stupid that they wouldn't look to rectify it in the way that I'm describing, I feel. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty plain and simple as, as things stand to me anyway. I think we have to just acknowledge that Knox was right. We were wrong. And we, we need, and, and he's totally, he totally did cuck us. He knew, he, I think he knew that this might happen. He waited two full years sitting on the sideline, not, not, not 
jumping into the first thing that came his way and um, whatever he comes back, he comes back with, with better will than Leonardo Bonucci did after he fucked off to Milan. Um, uh, I think, I think you could share the rest of your thoughts on Juve on your own podcast before we, uh, before we spend the whole podcast talking about Juve over here. That's all sorry, there is. Sorry to, sorry to burst your that's, bubble. Well, that's all there is. That's all there is to say. I hear you. I hear uh, you. you know, so, so look, Cry me a river, but I hear you. Look, uh, game in hand, bro. Game in hand. We got the game in hand against Napoli, bro. Game in hand, bro. Game in hand. Game in hand, bro. It's still possible. Nah, I don't know. Inter actually have a game in hand as well. That and that and that's one thing that I think. Uh, that's one thing that I think is 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 gonna is gonna definitely kind of crush Milan's spirits a little bit. If Inter can get a good result in the game in hand that they've now got, I think. I mean, do that. I mean, the, the way the way that Napoli have been playing, I wouldn't be so confident that Juve comes even close to winning the game in hand. Napoli are what undefeated in like six weeks? Is it six weeks now? Like I, I think they so they beat. They'll Roma be gun- they'll be gunning for the top the four spot. They'll be gunning for They're- the top four spot. So, um, they'll be gunning for it. They'll be gunning I mean, for if, you. If, they'll be gunning for you guys, dude. If, dude, if they beat us or ahead of us you know, in the game in hand, as yep. things stand right now, yep. so. None of that's a given. I think we Gattuso need to saving stop his job. bleeding. But, but you know, you know what it is though. I'm happy you brought up Gattuso. Also, shout out just because we're talking about the yeah. Napoli game. Shout out to Mertens. I think he reached a hundred league goals this weekend. Goals. Yes, yeah, did. which is crazy feat. Yeah, he had a good tweet. I think he people had a good tweet. Uh, some people feel Lukaku to come yeah. back. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, I saw and that. Top it. Uh, I as some people who like uh, maybe only became a fan of uh, of Italian football or. Or, or Napoli in recent years because of some like recent success might not remember that Mertens is like a really late bloomer, man. It's crazy when you see those things in football. I think he did he get transferred to Napoli at like 27 years old or something like that, or 26. Hard, I mean, yeah, and, he, and like before that, he was not, he was, like play, he, was play, he was playing, he was playing in Belgium, he was playing in Belgium. I know, but he was never, that, so. but he was never like a he was never, I don't know, but like transferring. I don't believe age, he was a number he was nine, linked to, he was linked to like Man City like two years ago. I don't like believe, last year I don't from believe, Napoli, you know. I mean, yeah. It's just it's cool. It's 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 crazy when you see phenomenons like that, like late bloomers in football. I think he was twenty seven when he transferred. Yeah, that's the barometer. Once you get linked to Man City, thirty three now. Bon- yeah. yeah, once you get linked to Man City, you're a bona fide world class player. There, boom. That, so he joined. He joined so, in twenty thirteen. He joined eleven. He was twenty. He would have been twenty five six. So yeah. so he wasn't again. He wasn't a number nine when he joined, and he's been deployed at number nine uh at times in the past few years and i think he's kind of found his footing i don't i don't know man different it, it could just be that some guys develop differently it could be that maybe mentally he was more comfortable um i i don't know i don't know why he wouldn't That's have been more comfortable than belgium where he was where he was raised but um yeah it's it's possible also different leagues have different pace um which is something that we hear Everyone who wants to sound smart say all the time that uh, you know Serie A is a slower league. The slower, the pace of Serie A might uh, might might uh, might be good for him, bro. I think I think he'd be well suited to the pace of Serie A. Um, can I? Can I also? I wanted. To, I was thinking about this. Like obviously, to an extent, it is true. But I, I it's, you're right. Like it's hilarious how that's like the one thing everyone says. Like oh, it's a slower league. <laughs> slower N- league. Nima reached no, but- out to me. Nima reached out to me uh, because he had a request that the next time he come on, which. I think we'll be with Rahul uh, Sharma, um, where we'll have a little intergenerational interpod, which will be fun, even though it'll probably be um, a whole hour, hour and a half of us having to bow down to um, our mortal rival. Although the although I do like those two guys, I fucking hate their club. They're probably gonna have but, the yeah, title but... by the time they do come on. But Nima suggested that we do a five aside of uh hot take merchants or hot takes like i mean that's not oh, a hot take she, though that's not a hot take yeah but my, shit no but like but shit, my, my people point say was, platitude I think shit produc- people say i think the production value i think the production value of the seria is a heavy contributing factor to why people think it's like a slow and lethargic league it's because the broadcasts are slow and lethargic the the sti- when the like it doesn't apply to now obviously but when when, the stadiums, stadiums don't look as modern. The stadiums, stadiums don't look packed. as modern. The, Bro, the camera don't look as modern. angles are not as modern. Everything's not as modern. Like nothing. And I honestly think that contributes. The sound is not as good. Like that. You know what I the mean? The fans aren't as drunk as in England, perhaps. No, no I don't. I don't. I, th- I, don't I think, think it all adds. I think it all adds. Though, I th- you know what? I think you get. No, I think more it's the production value. Fans. I think it's the production value. I wonder I really if you. Do. I wonder. I wonder if we could conduct an experiment. Well, we can't do. I don't know how we would be able to do this, but I wonder if you conducted an experiment. The drunker the fans, the crazier the game. Like the more rowdy they are, because they get plastered, they get after it in the UK. Are they all drunk in Turkey or in wherever those crazy countries or those Eastern European I'm talking countries? Talking about pace they- of game. I'm talking about pace of game. I'm talking about pace of game. They'll go to the pub before the game because you can't actually, 
you, you know, I actually heard this from a guy I work with who used to work at, at a club in um, the Prem. Um, you can't have a beer at your seat, which is, this is a rule in England I, or in, in, I think all of Britain. So I think so it's you pound, you Scotland pound them on the, so uh, do, on but the they sell them in the stadium. So you pound a bunch of them at the concession stand in the hallway. And then you just make your way back to your seat as, a, as it's all rushing to your head. And you just fucking, rah, rah, oh, you fucking cunts, yeah. And I think, I think it might have a contribute. I don't know. It's a theory I have. I think it might be a contributing factor. I don't know. Whereas the Italians are all smoking in the stadium. So they're a little, they're a little bit more chill. You know, everyone's got a nice little head rush. They're, they're a little bit more philosophical. They're a little bit more, they, 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 they do the circular hand. Bah, what is this? They do the kind of, it's tough radio, but they do the circular hand motion. Ah, my God. They're not, they're not getting after it as much. I don't know. Um, there's a baseline level of aggression in any sports stadium. There's a baseline level of aggression in any sports stadium, but I wonder if the, 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 chemical, the chemical experience of choice that you, that you will seek affects fandom. I don't know. But uh, well, agree yeah. to disagree on that one, boss. Who know? Who knows why the league is slower? Maybe it isn't, and it's just an illusion. Who knows? But again, that is definitely a hot take that we might be able to include in the five aside. I'm happy you brought up Gattuso. Um, he's kind of found his footing at Napoli. I think he's found his place. He'll never manage. He'll never manage Inter Milan or Juve to a Champions League. It's funny. He actually managed Milan before, but he'll never he'll never manage a a side to a Champions League run. I don't believe. I mean, not. Not a club that, um, not 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 a cl- not a club with with explicit ambitions to go on a Champions League run. I should say, if Napoli might make the Champions League next year, say, and go on a, a bit of a Cinderella run, okay, fine, I, that could happen. But I don't think I could ever see Gattuso managing like a Chelsea or a PSG. But however, he certainly found his footing at Napoli, and I mean no disrespect to Napoli. I mean it's 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 a different level of of of, of club from a commercial standpoint. It affects. Everything down to, down to the level of play. It's, there, there's there's a trickle down effect based on how much based on how much money you have, um, and reputation of club, which in turn affects how much money you have. But remember that he was appointed at Milan, bro, out of nowhere in a so, mm-hmm. in a string of managers that were appointed at Milan out of nowhere with no experience. And I was thinking about this. Well, dude, not this to bring the, it back to you, but not to bring it back to you. I know, but I know but that's what, you're what makes say. the whole thing weird. I said, but dude, that's I why it has to be rectified now. I you know? said that when it happened. I said, I literally said that when it happened. But can you imagine if we went and did it again? I don't know. Say we went and and, and fucking hired. Yeah, but Sam, it's worse because the, the, the Gattuso situation, I think he was at least the youth. He was the Primavera coach for from September to January. Pirlo yeah. was the youth coach for a day, and then he got hired as the Inzaghi man. was the uh, Primavera coach as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he was. So, so I think it was period. kind of a yeah, it was kind of a cycle that you guys were trying to go through. But I don't think that if you're a big club like that, your first first team job can ever be managing. Aside like that, you need to cut your teeth elsewhere just because it's too much of a risk. We, we, we're seeing it with Pirlo, but we saw it at Milan as well. We saw it with Seedorf. I don't disagree. We saw but, it with Gattuso. Zidane is like the obvious, like, is the obvious, like, exception to that. But I, I agree. Like, well, everyone a, that a... now, yeah, but everyone that now comes after Zidane as an icon with a, with a very strong playing pedigree is going to be with no looked at is gonna, experience. Right. With right, no managerial yes, experience. Yes. He's going to be looked at like he could be the next Zidane. Zidane's become the barometer against which everyone kind is of. compared to because he's an outlier. Maybe, un- very maybe, maybe unjustly as well, given the amount of talent he had when they made that Champions League run. But, yeah. but you, yeah. you know what? You know what, bro? You know what, bro? As much as Mourinho isn't necessarily as inspiring a name as he might have been, as he might have been before. Oh God, I would love for you guys to get Mourinho just to watch him derail the club. Well, the club, well, the, the club, the fans, and he never the, would. The fans he never would. Happen. First of all, it, 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 we shouldn't even we thing. shouldn't even theoretically discuss it because he himself would never join Juventus. I don't, I don't. I personally don't think that. So I mean, well, I people like you, that, people but. like you can, people like you can always hope. But no, but, not but hope, what I'm not, going to say. But what I, I would love to, say, to see him join you guys. I'm saying I, him being like as big of an Inter fan as he is, and I'm pretty sure he's like he's made that well known. Like even you he's know, claimed that, he's claimed that. He's claimed that. But he also but, manages Spurs now, and he was at Chelsea for a long time. And Conte's managing Inter. Yeah, but Chelsea's not Chelsea. Spurs. It's Chelsea, Spurs is more like Arsenal, right? Like yeah, but Chelsea's biggest know. rival is also sort of Spurs. It's also it's kind of Spurs West Ham. Bear in mind, 
until Abramovich took over about 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, Chelsea were a decent side, but they were they weren't a bona fide. They were a club. They were a, a cup team. Whatever. Well, they, yeah, well, well, the, the, no, but, on the, the, but the history road. No, but, but but again, the, the, the rivalries that they built with local clubs was stronger um, for that for that reason. You know what I mean? Anyway. Look, I want. I want to. I want to take a change of pace here. I want to. I want to. I just wanted to. I just wanted to say though, but just in general, yeah. to kind of finish up to kind of wrap on the whole. You know, the situation of fuck ups at Milan, and you know, yes, obviously, you guys have turned it around now. Kpioli's had a, a very good, a very a very impressive impact, which isn't surprising based on his track record of working with young players in general, or at least his effort to always kind of teach them I, that's a very i mean that's a very but, recent c bias take because you're basing that all no, off of no like what you did it's always it's always it's always been it's always been it's always been in his it's always been in his philosophy from what i understand which i've heard i've never spoken to the guy but i'm i've heard it from people who kind of have been covering the sport longer than i have you know we're second we're not journalists we're second hand fucking Maybe third hand based yeah, on some of the of, sources we're sort of, we consult. We're sort of second, third hand journalists, exactly. You only got one first hand scoop ever uh, about, about Rocco Benito Comiso, who we'll get to in a bit. But I, I just did want I did want to say I think that there's something to be said about having a guy who's a manager who, who who's a who's a managerial stud. I don't know that Pioli necessarily qualifies as that. I mean, maybe he maybe he's kind of cementing himself as a as a very solid manager. But I was gonna say, uh, but, I, but I do, but I do, but I do think that there, hang on, there are certain into names. One to become one, right? You can't. You yeah, don't but, just, you're not just born a managerial stud. Yeah, but but you know what? There's a there's a big difference. What I was saying before about Mourinho being a big name. Like, look, the, the point I was trying to make was that there are big names for different reasons. Yeah, but Sam, it's also but, because on, he won. Hold on, hold if on, Mourinho hold on, didn't hold on, win anything, you don't even know what just I'm think going... he's a giant prick. Yeah, but you don't know what I'm going to say. What I'm going to say is Mourinho's a big name because he's won precisely, exactly. Guardiola is a big name, yes, because he's a, he was a fantastic player, but I think his career as a manager outshines that of his managerial career, uh, of his playing career, excuse me, despite how solid a playing career, despite how solid a playing career he had. Ancelotti had a fantastic playing career at Roma in the 80s. He was a mainstay in the Italian national team. He was one of the best players in Italy in the 80s when he was in his prime, as I understand things. But his managerial record, his name as a manager carries more weight. He's a star because of who he is as a manager. Mourinho is a star of who he is as a ma- because of who he is as a manager. Well, Mourinho never a, played he, professionally. No, correct. But, that, that, but that's but that's the point. Pirlo is a star name too, but he hasn't actually cut his teeth as a manager, and I think that's so fucking important. Gattuso was a star name, but he hadn't cut his teeth as a manager. Right now, Gattuso's um, conquest as a player outweigh his conquest as a manager. You know what I mean? My, my point. My point is it 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 doesn't make sense for a a club of 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 crazy international uh, stat stature status crazy international status to go out and get a big name on the basis of the fact that they are a big name because of who they were as a player. You want to go out and get big name managers because they are recognized as being proven managers. So well, that's the risk, risk that they, I love how we, I love how this took a turn back to Juventus, of course, but well, I mean, um, we're just talking philosophically here. Cause Milan, Milan, Milan did it for, a, Milan um, did it for a while and kind of fucked up. I think they actually got lucky with Pioli because he wasn't even necessarily a bona fide managerial star. It took, it took someone like him to turn it around, but it, it could, you know, you you guys could very well have gone back to, you know, if it didn't work under under Pioli, you might you guys might have gone back to an Allegri type. I think you should have only looked for a big bona fide managerial stud if you really wanted to get over the hump uh, in the event that say Pioli hadn't brought you to the point that you're at right now. It's very unusual that a guy like Pioli will be the one to kind of. Re, let's uh, see re-emerge let's see, a team to elite status you know let's I mean? see i mean so far so far he's been able to it just seems like he, he himself like as a as a human on top of being like a manager just like meshes well with the with the with the team or like he's helped develop a team spirit all that stuff but whatever man we'll see uh, I, we'll I cut see. you off. I cut you off. Um, yeah. What else is new? What else is new? You wanted to interject when I was. Yeah. What else is new, Sam? Uh, so let's go to. I wanted to go further down the table because I wanted to talk about something that's so heartbreaking, but just comical at the same time. Um, Speaking of Cro- managers, Crotone, um, Crotone in the last three weeks. Okay, Crotone in the last three weeks has to be some of the most tragic comedy in sport, really. 
they scored okay in their last three games they played them um, let me pull this up because i was looking at it before but i want to make sure dude, I get dude, it. speaking of managers they, 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 they brought they brought a new they brought a new gap in recently and the guy can't catch a break i mean they've actually been playing well they that's, that's been playing the, bad football but well, that's they're, the point they're, that worse I'm off, they're worse off than they were three weeks ago that's the point that i'm getting at um they they lost to bologna was it uh th- hold on my god yeah they lost to bologna was it 3-2 this weekend i believe uh yes, they lost to Bologna three two. Yes. They lost to Bologna after after 3-2. losing after losing to uh, Lazio three two a week. Exactly before. before those two games. This is the point I was trying to get at. Now I'm remembering. I'm, so I'm four still goals half asleep, guys. Four goals in two games. Prior to the those last two games, they scored twice. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be repeating the number two a lot here. Okay, two games in a row just happened. They lost three two both of them. Okay, they scored two goals both games. Prior to these two games. They scored twice in two games for the whole season prior to this. They something's Crotone, working. Crotone is at a pre. At, they're begging for goals, man. They're begging for goals. And and can you imagine telling a Crotone like you're gonna score two goals this game, you know, and you're gonna fucking lose a team that's scraping at the bottom of the barrel. They're in twentieth place, you know. That's. Can you just imagine they won those two games? You know, you, you would like to think if you score two goals, just in general, I think, like if you were to just say, you know, I'm a football team, I scored two goals, you're more likely to win than you're not, I think. I think that's a fair assumption to make. And, you know, that's 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 six points dropped right there. They literally would have been like right on the edge of the relegation zone. And it's just, it's it's tough, man. It's I feel so bad for them. It's like, it's, well, it's I mean, let, let's be funny let's, how let's they be clear, can't though. catch a break, but it's so sad. Yeah, but, really... but let me come back at you and say when you allow three goals two games in a row, you will lose most games as well. Right? I know, by the same, I know, by the same I know, token. I know, but it's, I'm pointing out that I'm, I'm trying to point out the tragic aspect of it. I know if we were to analyze Crotone from top to bottom, I know when you're when you're on average, you're conceding three goals a game. Well, I mean, not on average, but like in general, if you were to ask that same on, question. On if balance, you... if you concede three goals, what outcome uh, befalls you? Yeah, well... Um, look, we, 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 we do have, I think we do have one thing we can agree on about Crotone and that's, that Simi's a fucking God. I mean, he, a that, that, that's, that, I think that, I think Certified this only, baller. but I think this only cements further the point that Simi is a baller because the team have been going through s- such fucking struggles around 15 points, four wins. And currently, uh, safety is at 23 points. So that is a massive gap of eight points to make up there. Quick math. No problem. Uh, and yet Simi is in, is he at double digit goals? He's certainly at double he's digit at, goals. He's at, yeah, like 15 goals, 13 league goals in 21, uh, starts. I think he has 28 total appearances, but 13 goals, man. 13 Serie A goals. I think a good chunk of them are penalties a bit, about just under half for penalties. He has six from penalties, but man, just scoring at all in a team like Crotone where goals are coming at a premium. Like I was just like point out, should I get at, you know, like, the guy, I, I, I was, I was telling you this off, off show, like last week over text or something. But I, I think Simi one hundred percent is a guaranteed lock to transfer to. We a, talked like, about it on the pod last week. Did we, we talk about to it on like the pod a ten, last week. to like a tenth to any kind of mid table team that just hovers around mid table? Guaranteed yeah. lock. If you're if if you're telling me that just signing him for a minimal fee will even get you like close to ten goals, like. I could like, see him at not? I could see him at fucking Sassuolo. I could see him at Sassuolo. I don't know why. No, that, definitely not. He doesn't fit the style of play. Bro, he's six foot six. He's so slow. He doesn't play that like direct game. Yeah, he's, that's it, whack. You know yeah, who should sign not. him actually? You know, you know who might consider signing him? I actually think that he <laughs> I don't think this will happen, but I think I think I think a team like like Roma or Lazio could even do well to have him. <laughs> Off the bench, I swear to God. Uh, I mean, he'd, probably, he'd be better than Muriki's been. Case in point, he wouldn't be better than Caicedo. And he would, and he would probably cost. But, he'd probably cost fifteen million euro less. Take your pick. Listen, there. Are, you know what? You know what's funny? There aren't many teams. Here's what we can agree on. I don't think there are any real teams that, that wouldn't want to have him on their on their roster right now. I don't know that there are many teams that would. I, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that you would want him. Really- I don't know that Milan would want him. I. But I. But again. Someone's get, at this point. You you you, 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 you could sign him for a pittance. You're not going to take him. You, you should sign him. He fucking scores at the, at the U.S. Stadium all the time. <laughs> just, just to stop him from scoring against you guys. You should <laughs> but sign uh, him. but um, and actually, but this time this leads me to another. Become, this leads me yeah. to a 
a, a philosophical football question. I was just going to say, that, by I, the way, Simi's kind of become our guy since Betania stopped playing. Oh, 100%. I, Simi's always was, been my guy. Simi hasn't, been, Simi hasn't always been your guy considering he scored a bicycle kick against Juventus. You're probably mad triggered about but, that. But, but, no, but, but of late, he's kind of become our guy. Betania, yeah, of late. But I'm I'm an OG. I think Betania just returned to training after a little layoff. So he's kind of been off our, off our radars for a while. And poor guy obviously uh, gets injured j- just just mere 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 weeks before a th- fucking thirty nine man Azzurri squad gets released or Seriously. however many players. Um, the guy's never gonna fucking get another cap again. But yeah, Simi's our, my, our guy. So now. my 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 football philosophical question, my philosophical football question. I was like talking to Yoda there, um, I, and I was thinking about this, and I've also even thought about it, like either playing football manager, even just like thinking about football like in general, like. Let's say you have a Simi, okay? This is a perfect actually situation for this. He scores like a, he scores, let's say he finishes the year with 13 goals, okay? Even like, let's say he even had less, like let's say he had less penalty goals. Let's say he had like 10 league goals or something like that, okay? With less penalties, like very respectable. Like, would you be more willing to sign a Simi or a, let's say, just proven within your league player, striker who could score like 10? Or would you rather sign a, maybe like a more exotic, like slightly unknown, like maybe like a Brazilian, like a like a like a guy that's like kind of tearing it up in like the 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 first Brazilian division? Like how many goals? He has like twenty. How old is he? <laughs> I think just giving I think just giving a goal number is like very superficial. But that's why like I know there's a lot. Okay, more give me to give me a range. Give me a range. Like, give me a let's range. just say he's like at, let's just to put it like to make it more relatively. Let's just say he's scoring like twice as much. He's like the star player on their team. Okay. Like, would you, would you rather get like a, it's hard to say sure bet because obviously we know like past performance doesn't always guarantee uh, like future, uh, future performance, but like, would you rather get a guy that you think is like proven who's like less prolific, like probably scores you know, on it. paper. No, risk. No, risk yeah, it. you would. I don't I'll know. I've, I've thought to myself, like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying. Depen- depends exo- what club I'm running. Depends what club I'm running. I-, I also wanted to mention, like, I'm not saying the exotic player who's a star is like a young stud. Like, let's say it's like just relatively same player profile in terms of age and whatnot, you know, like, would you rather go for like that? See me 28. Would you rather go for like a 28 year old who's like, been killing it in the in the in the first division in in uh, in um, Argentina or Brazil. I, I don't know why I'm sticking to South. I guess like South American countries is. In all, you know what? You know what? In, in almost all cases, in almost all cases, I go with the I go with the South American who's tearing. Really, it up. I don't think I would. Twice as many goals. If I'm, I if, I, if I'm like if I'm like Lazio, Roma, Napoli, uh, Juve, I, I'm going. I'm going with the I'm going with the South American guy. Um, if I'm if I'm Udinese, Benevento, Genoa. I mean, if I, I mean, I don't know. If if I'm not priced, if they if they cost the same, I mean, if I'm not priced out of him, then it's then it's more of a difficult decision. But if it's I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a side higher up the table, it's a no brainer for me. I feel I feel like I would have a more domestic bias, like like as like if I were like a manager within a okay. league, I think I would have more of a like it's the the whole with goals goes, especially goal because no, the, goals are no, really I, 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 goals really like tangible. Yeah, but it's easy for us to have like a bar conversation like this with goals. But like in reality, like when when scouts are like whatever, not the, like when scouts are like obviously doing their job, like and they're analyzing multiple facets to a player's game. It's not all about goals and it's not all about G slash A, no, but it's night, but it's, it's not. Nice you call me a you call me a goal you call me a goal merchant or a goal a, a ga merchant, merchant a, a ga, GA merchant recently <laughs> which is a ridiculous thing to say because it's it's totally a good thing to judge a player an attacking player's fucking performance on but no uh you know in, in, in a world in a world where maybe if i said it what's what's the um I've never seen Star Wars. Is Star Wars narrated? If it's not, I think they, no, you, know, they you know, you know, they it got the, the credits in the beginning. You know, yeah, in, you in, in a world, in a world where, in a world far, far away, you're in a galaxy. It's not narrated away. though. Whatever. Listen, in, in a in a world where, in a world where we want to see our fucking strikers score, and in a world where sometimes certain clubs have finite budgets, you want to go with the sure bet for sure. So, I mean, you can't get much more of a sure bet than a guy like Simi who's done it over a couple of years. You know what I mean? Um, On a shit squad too. Yes. Yeah. So, so listen, Simi's our boy. We're pulling for him. Um, either way, 
I'm pretty optimistic that we'll get to see him again in Serie A next year. And I think we're going to continue to see Crotone bobbing up and down. I feel they, they feel like that team that might keep doing that for a while now. And um, I, I I haven't bothered to memorize what their new gaffer's name is, but but um, hey, keep your keep your chin up. But I think he might be. I think he might be trying to, to, to to bring him back up. Well, I've never heard of this guy. I've never heard of this guy. This well, is this. I think this guy is making the all time list of names. What's good about Crotone though is Ser- kind bro, of Serce Serce Cosmi. Whoa, whoa, right, Cosmi, Cosmi. What's his first name? S E R S E. I'm assuming it's pronounced Serze. What is it? S E R S E. Serce Cosmi. Yeah, Serce Cosmi. So again, So if your name is Matteo, if your name is Matteo, you know that it translates to. Mathieu in French, Matthew in in English. Um, you know, if your name's Alessandro, Alexander, Alexandre, Alejandro, what the fuck does Sesme translate to? Sus. Sus. That's sus. <laughs> sus That's sus so, sus bro. I don't trust this guy no more, bro. Sus Cosby. Sus Cosby. What's oh, this, we gotta what's roll this with guy's, that. What's this guy? We're gonna do a live look at this here. What's well, his well, fucking background? While you look him up, he's 62 I was gonna two years old. Shit, he's probably been around the block. Then I'd assume. Okay, while you look, while you look up his wiki page, which is always oh fun to, 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 to read up on, is is a, a, a lower a lower division manager who I'm, I'm assuming a low, he was he's been a lower division manager a, a lower division managers. Um, Career history is probably one of the most enjoyable things to read about on Wikipedia because you get some really. So, dude, he started. He started his managerial career at <laughs> Ponte Vecchio. That's <laughs> gotta be. That's gotta be in Florence. It's that's not. I, I. The first thing I read. The first thing I thought, anyways, would be would, is it would, would be that it's in Florence. That sounds like a men's club in Firenze. This it's a Serie D uh, squad. Where? Anyway, well, located he's, where? He's he's never. I, I I'm not sure. I, I just. Uh, where are they located? Perugia, Perugia. Wow. Okay. Um, that was his first club in the nineties, and in nineteen ninety, he's never played professionally. So he's managing he's a, since he's, he's another 32. legend. Wow. He's managing since thirty-two, never played professionally. What this, a this is, see, this is why Maurizio Sarri was such a hero to so many managers. Because how many, how many guys? Every every person who's involved in football knows guys who just. Were never good. You you knew you know them. You knew that they were never good. They never played the game. But when they were twenty four, they decided they were going to start. They decided they were going to start coaching their local team. And they all had a dream of fucking becoming a pro gaff. Every it, it, this happens in every city where football is played. I'm convinced. A lot of the time they're fat, which makes it even better. Nick, you have a couple of people that I know are running through your mind right now. Listener, you're thinking of a few people as well that you've met in the same vein. Sadri was a hero to 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 to, to, to a legion of people. Personal, like yeah, that. even for me, bro, even for me, I, I, I've said it before. Like, it's just like it's. Sadi was not supposed to manage Juve and win a scudetto with them. It was not supposed to. Happen. That's not how. That's not how things are supposed to go. Just like Zidane was not supposed to be. And granted, I mean, it's a little easier when you when you're at Real Madrid, but when you're when you're a manager with no managerial experience, managing a first team on your own. Although he did have again, he's a bit of a hack there because he was an assistant coach for a while, but. I will. I, I, I'll, I'll kind of still consider him a managerial virgin when he took over at Madrid. That's not supposed to happen. That you come into a job right away and have success. Likewise, a guy like Sarri, the fat guy in your town, isn't supposed to somehow go on and win the Champions League or go on and win the Scudetto. In the case of Sarri, it just doesn't happen. It's it's a fucking hack. It's a cheat. It doesn't it it doesn't make sense. So Sesame Cosby is one of those guys. Sorry, yeah, sus, sus safe Cosby. to say they're just they're safe to say that uh, Cosby is just going to be the the guy to, to to stand on the sinking ship. I don't think uh, I don't think that was a very ambitious hire. In my opinion. well, well, speaking of ships, I actually wanted to bring something up from last week. Okay, we were talking about the Costa Concordia last week, buddy. I don't know how we didn't notice, but this guy, whose name is evading me, can you look it up real quick? He, I'm uh, listener, yeah. I'm, listener, I want you to pull this up right now. Costa Concordia I'll do it, I'll do it. Or just go to uh, follow us on Instagram at Caltro Podcast. It's uh, one of our more recent posts. It was the thumbnail from last week. Oh, yeah. That, uh, Tell Francesco me this guy. Schettino. Yes. Yes. Schettino. Yes. Okay. If you're on Instagram. Yeah. If you're on Instagram right now, check who we tagged in, uh, in place of, in place of Mr. What's his name? Scatino. 
Schettino. Schettino, because he's not on Instagram, obviously, he'd, he'd get mauled. We went with the guy who we thought looked closest to him. The guy looks identical to fucking Antonio Conte. It's ridiculous. Look at the guy. Google it right now, listener, and tell me he doesn't look like Antonio Conte. It's uncanny. He looks like Antonio Conte with hair. He looks like Antonio Conte with hair. It's hilarious. If you've heard the audio footage, uh, the audio footage? Yeah, I don't know. The, 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 the tapes, the audio that was recovered, I think, by uh, the media after the ship went down of the captain talking to the Coast Guard. He actually sounds like Conte too a little bit in the way that he speaks, which makes it even better. But yeah, we, we, we tagged Antonio Conte uh, it, it, and, uh, and and kind of just... The only, just hovered, the only, we the only the thing I over to his add face about Schettino, implying that they were about the Schettino was I was reading that... Um, because we were talking about him so much, I was reading about him. And apparently when he first testified, uh, he denied that the reason why he took the boat near the uh, the shore was to impress a Moldovan dancer that he brought up to the uh, to the command bridge, who later confirmed that they were lovers. Yeah, I mean that's an only Italy moment if there ever was one. It's too it's too bad, it's too bad that it's a little bit darker in tone, but but um yeah, I don't know if you've heard the again. If, I don't know if you've heard the tape, Nick, but it's unreal. He, he's on. He's on the boat. I don't know how he's getting this I, radio I transmission. But yeah, but 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 the the the. I think it's a it was in the region of Tuscany. The Tuscan Coast Guard is fucking yelling at him, like Capitano, lei deve tornare sulla nave adesso, capito? And he was like, okay, okay, I'm going back. The guy's still alive. Your boat went down. You're supposed to be dead, motherfucker. You don't go. You you you're a captain of a ship, and there are people that are dying on the ship. You're not supposed to live to see the fucking <coughs> to see the sunset. Captain coward, to... Captain yeah. coward, kind of like Bonucci. <laughs> exactly, precisely. I, I love that. Maybe we should <laughs> maybe we should start calling Bonucci Captain Coward. Anyway, look, I actually think Crotone are one of those teams that are going to kind of keep bobbing up and down because when they go down, they they don't go all in. Whenever they come back up to City, yeah, they don't spend above their means. Uh, you know what I mean? So they're not going to have to offload guys off their payroll. They have guys who kind of know what it is. They know the deal. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're a little better than, they're a little better than city of B caliber. They're upper city of B caliber, obviously lower city A caliber. And I think they'll continue to bounce up and down, but, uh, yeah, n- nice little, nice little, uh, nice little shout out to, uh, to, to the minnows, obviously R- respect thoughts and prayers to Crotone as they, as they, 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 uh, they look imminently, imminently ready to go down. I do want to say Parma who are in 19th place. And who only have three wins this year. They actually have the fewest wins in all of City A, which is a stat that fucking mind blew me when I was looking at the table earlier. They actually, they actually had a game uh, worth noting the other day against Hellas Verona because was it was it against Hellas Verona? Um, fuck me, no, it, no, it wasn't. It was against um, motherfucker. It was on Friday. It was the Friday game. Uh, it was against excuse me Genoa. They actually lost the game, but uh, Graziano Pelle scored a goal. So. Uh, the over hit zero over zero point five hit maybe did, so yeah. I said one goal so if he scores another one now, um, then I guess it's like the price the price is right where you know I actually Close no actually actually no no if he finishes on one goal then I would have said three then my then you would have been closer by default because I would have bid over and I think we can use I think we can apply those rules in this case um, out of respect to all the all the young boys who went to their Italian grandmother's house and watched The Price is Right growing up at lunchtime um, in North America. Um, I don't know if that's a relatable experience, but I, I, I've i spoken to a few guys who have, who have done that as well. So let's go with Price is Right rules on this one. Pelé, uh, one goal. Um, that's that's it. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Now, here's the thing. He scored a fucking bicycle kick. He scored a fucking bicycle kick, bro. I don't know if you saw the goal. It was unreal. Now, they choked, but... Isn't that what football is all about? Isn't that what football is all the fucking about? Seeing Graziano Pelé come back from China and score a bicycle kick goal in a lot in a loss. Poetry. But like that's enough. That's enough. Honestly, as a Parma fan, you say you get relegated this year. Shit like that should be fuel that you inject into your veins. Like, like imagine if you had been at that game. Imagine if you had been at that game and Graziano Pelé had scored that fucking bicycle kick. That would have been a memory that you would have held, that you would have that you would have fucking held close to your heart for the rest of your life. It would have been absolutely insane. The fact that it happened without fans is, is tragic. But uh, I don't know, man. With uh, with 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 uh, with an opening of his account, with an opening of his account like that, you gotta you gotta you gotta think that there may be more to come. Um, so so um, good for him for 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 allowing the over to hit. 
So anyway, I actually have the game on live in the background. Pele scored that, and I lost my fucking mind. So for that reason, uh, I'll give him my hero of the week. Uh, I can't say that I ever expected to see the guy score another City A goal again. I think he had last scored one with Lecce in 2011. And I don't know that the guy had ever even scored double-figure double City A goals in his career because uh, he played his entire career abroad. So just for giving me that moment, he's a hero for me this week. And your Stronzo? My Stronzo. Okay, I'm, I'm going all in here. Uh, listen, in the, in the interest of bringing this up before we wrap, my Stronzo is Rocco Benito Comiso. However, not because he did anything wrong, but because the guy can't catch a fucking break and he's he's been made a mug of this week. Now, obviously, mental health is no joke. It sounds like poor Mr. Prandelli, who's a gentleman who's been through a lot in his life, who's a widower, uh, and who's obviously not really been managing the you know, top levels of the game for a number of years now. And by his own admission, in a letter this week, he thinks that the game might have even passed him by to a certain extent. Well, poor, 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 uh, poor Rocco Benito Gomiso had no choice but to go back to the well and bring Beppe Iacchini back, which you predicted, to be fair. Yep. Uh, Cesare Prandelli the other day came out uh, with a statement talking about how he's been going through a rough time of late and he wants to he wants to step down as a result out of respect to the club, the fans, the players, and so on and so forth. Obviously, thoughts and prayers with him. Respect. I love the guy. He thinks it might be the end of his managerial career is what he implied. If it is, you know, it's sad. But, uh, you know, he gave us great moments. I, I, I have nothing but uh, respect for the guy. I have no reason to really dislike him, um, especially considering the fact that uh, you know, we, we've seen we've seen what can we, we've seen how bad a bad Azzurri manager can get with Ventura. So uh, that much more respect, I I think for that reason, that, that much more respect I have for 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 Prandelli. Obviously, he gave us a number of great memories. Now, having said that, fucking Fiorentina bro cannot catch a goddamn break. And I actually think that if of any club in Serie A, if any club in Serie A. Uh, if Amazon Prime was to make an interesting all or nothing, I know they're making one with you this year. It's going to be funny when we wind up with nothing, um, ironically. But if That's there the was, title. yeah, well, Fiorentina all or, or all or nothing, Viola or Fiorentina all or nothing would be absolutely electric, bro. Featuring Rocco Comiso on the daily, all the shit he has to go through. You have Yakiri kind of being made into like this, this sort of. Uh, I don't know. You, you kind of have his character develop a little bit in the beginning, and then you see where it all goes wrong. Randelli comes in, he's actually more of a peripheral figure than you might think he should be as a coach because lurking in the background <laughs> in, in, in post, they know that Yakini's coming right back and they could fucking draw up uh, a whole lot of tension around it and boom, motherfucker's back with his, with his, uh, with his goddamn hat. Um, it's just, it must be so, like, it's just must be so awkward. Like, he's like, not done anything wrong. But they he's brought him back in the same year. Like, they brought him back in the same year. I think he's finally embracing. Listen, he's finally embracing it, the Italian way of doing things, bro. He's kind of, 100%. he's kind of embracing. He's kind of embracing the. He's kind of embracing the way that we get back with our ex in Italy. You know what I mean? We get back with our ex. We get back with our ex gaffer. It's, it's just what we do. Um, you know, he so much talk of one of wanting to bring in the American kind of ways of doing shrewd business and in in in, in, uh, in in a sport where there definitely lacks a lot of that kind of cutting edge in terms of ideas. Um, the way that things are done in Italy is obviously fucking backwards in a lot of ways. Uh, so much fucking bureaucracy. Well, Miso has seen that first time. Well, it's good to see that, you know, he, 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 at least, he at least is giving a little bit of a nod. And see, he's not, he's not shitting on everything that Italy does all the time. He's kind of giving a little bit of respect to the custom of bringing back an ex. So uh, unfortunately, he's been made a stronzo of this week, kind of by no fault of his own, but... I would love to see what happens. I love how things started going super south for Fiorentina right after Alevanda Pepple started supporting them too. So, And that's your fault. So uh, everyone should direct their anger towards you your, for uh, rigging a poll. Yeah. Hero Soronzo for you before we... Uh, before um, we my hero, I'm going to give it to Zaniolo for... Um, well, or maybe to his doctor. I don't know. I guess I'll maybe, maybe give it to his doctor. Yeah. Uh, for claiming that i mean i'm trying to get the full details on the story here um yeah so he he was planning to go to some i guess doctor in austria to consult his uh i, I think his latest injury god because there's been so many it was like an, another knee issue right i believe he was gonna go to uh, he was gonna go to austria to get some kind of like follow-up consultation and uh, he actually, his last physical test that he did to test his injury or, or whatnot uh, was actually a really good one. 
and uh, apparently the uh, the the Roma physios are saying that uh, as early as April 10th he can suit up for the Primavera and start regaining match fit fitness. So big up to him, hero hero of the week for that news. Um, I know the timing with uh, with the Euros this summer and everything um might not might not might not be in his favor considering that if he's only starting to get back into match fitness like in april you know it's kind of a long shot probably to see him back in the italy setup when he's so talented he 100 deserves to be there i mean i think if he's healthy enough i i do think he deserves to be there like i don't i don't think he needs to really earn more of a of a place through like playing through what whether it be like uh these you know the upcoming international matches these like whatever anything really uh, still only 21 years of age, but you know, big up to him. Hopefully, he gets healthy. Hopefully, he uh, doesn't have to encounter any more of these awful injuries that keep him out for months on end. I just fear that that's something so. that might befall him for the rest of his career because it, I mean, shit like let's this hope can't, not. Let's he, hope uh, not. Of course not, because he because he's elite. But I I I'm concerned that I'm concerned that when this happens to you this early on in your career, it's very hard to not be one of those guys. I'm very concerned that he. I don't know. Even even a guy like DiBala who hasn't necessarily had like a crazy serious injury at once he's always got these little nags that kind of keep him out for extended periods of a season then when he comes in he's elite but i think that kind of always holds him back i hope that's not the case with Daniolo, but i i wonder i wonder if he's got to get two solid years uninjured unaffected to really kind of gain i think serious momentum in his career and kind of gain some confidence back otherwise it's very possible that he's always going to be fucked up in his mind and worried about getting hurt again because when you have two crazy injuries like that in one year at such a young age it could really fuck you up I do think that. Hopefully, he's in great shape by the Euro. It'd be great to have him. Absolutely. Um, you know, and if he does go on to be one of those guys who's fucking hot and cold in terms of health, uh, it may not always be obvious to get him at a you know to get him at a major tournament. It may not always be easy. So if you can get him on a healthy spell, by all means. I'm surprised that he's even back this year. But what the I know, hell? yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they're not rushing it. Yeah, but uh... maybe 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 he was just drinking copious amounts of cortisone. You know, cortisone guys. Uh, Stronzo for you. So my Stronzo was gonna be Comiso. Uh, we could share that. that. That's not a real shock. We'll share that. I feel <laughs> bad giving it to Comi- to to Comiso because he didn't do anything wrong. And I know. He's been I just made I, to before look like before I read Honestly, before I read anything into bro. into the actual situation, like where Prandelli like gave his his like personal message and everything. Yeah, you went nuts. You went nuts. And, I, and I just saw I saw that he resigned. My first instinct was, oh fuck, Benito drove. Uh, you know, good, good old man Prandelli dude, out of Fiorentina. Dude, he fucking dude, got him to quit. Dude, that was dude. my first thought. Comiso, Comiso drove Prandelli to depression, bro. Yeah, the... <laughs> yeah that's, that's, so... bad. <laughs> that's bad. No, 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 that didn't happen. But, but like my first, that was my first instinct when before he like let his message out that he was like whatever, not well. I was like, fuck, Comiso yeah. got this guy to walk out before he could sack him. You felt you got you had to feel ter- you had to feel terrible for for Brandeli, but you got to feel bad for Comiso too. Um, no, but poor guy's probably he's probably cursing the world right now. He cannot catch an absolute. He cannot catch a fucking break. Uh, listen, at least they're staying up this year for a time that we weren't we weren't even sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this develops. Again, Amazon Prime may not cover it, but we'll cover it for you guys. So let's follow let's follow the the the, the Yakini Chronicles between now and the end of the year. Uh, listeners, you can get at us on all platforms at Calcho Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It is at Cultural Podcast. Our Facebook page is The Cultural Podcast. And I encourage you, we encourage you to subscribe to us on all platforms. If you've listened to this episode all the way through, fucking subscribe to us if you haven't already so that you can get notified anytime that we do drop anything. Uh, General Lady, this was fun. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for powering through. Uh, hope you're going to be all right, bud. Um, I actually didn't notice a big difference between how you normally are, but... Uh, but well, I'm uh, feeling it. I'll tell you that. Well, uh, well, well, thanks for that, bud. Is there anything you want to add before we wrap? No, that's it. Another another episode in the books. Okay, there was a we saw Milan throwback and we didn't take a shot, uh, so we'll have to rain check that. Uh, absolutely, hundred percent. Need to add it to the tab. Yeah. Add it to the bar tab. I think we actually have to take two next week. We have no choice. Uh, Azzurri episode next week. Uh, international break is uh, is upon us. Uh, World Cup. We're, yes, World Cup qualifiers start tomorrow, so we got three games on the cards, which we'll be reviewing next week. Uh, so that'll be fun. More fun for me than it will be for Nick. I have no doubt. Uh, but yeah. I guess we'll uh, we'll uh, maybe we'll, we'll throw a couple shots down the hatch and maybe it'll make it a little easier. Till then, ciao, ciao. Pas de vie américaine. Je vais finir, je le sais, les épées sous terre. Je vise l'infini, je m'apprête à tenter la mer. 
Ça me donne la migraine Ma vie ne pourrait être vaine, n'a pas de gêne La tienne est inutile, fragile, tout comme porcelaine Troisième main pour le système Bengalité, je t'arrange, le démon ressemble à un ange Vois mes frères dans pénitence et comment je peux laisser tomber A pauvreté, le rêve est vendu, visé car l'esprit n'est tordu A pauvreté, le rêve est vendu, visé car ils sont encore purs Tout va si vite, je vois personne qui transpire Le pilon déroule l'essence de l'esprit pas de vie américaine dans le studio Plus qu'évidence, moins de vie dans la vie Pas de vie américaine Je vais finir, je vais serrer ses pieds sous terre Je vise l'infini, je m'apprête à tenter la mort Mes rêves sont affiches, je m'aiderai d'avoir la dégaine Pas de vie américaine Pas de vie américaine, pas de vie américaine Pas besoin de claquer mes tu mais pourtant c'est la vie que je mène Strasse, paillettes, banquettes et bouteilles pour consoler ma peine fait par la dentelle, 